0: If you look at the life of most Christians, so-called American Christians, do you see a life of power? Honestly. Do you see a life of radical, life-changing, changing changing other people's lives, world-impacting power? Or do we kind of just quietly try to go under the radar and get by? Do we secretly envy the world? Instead of the world looking at us and say, you know what? I want what they have. Are we struggling to keep up? Instead of leading the way. You see, God's love should express itself in radical, powerful, life-changing ways. We should be superhuman. Jesus was the God-man, right? He was fully God and He was fully man. We are His little brothers and sisters, created in His image. We should be superhuman too, you know. In movies, you know, we have all these phases. You know, we have the the witch phase, and then we have the um, uh, vampire phase, and then we have the wolf boy phase, right? And then we have and then we have the the, the Mutant phase, and then the zombie phase, and then we're back to the mutant phase, okay and and it's all about, wow, something you know special about you, something different about you, something that makes you feel alien. You know what? The Bible tells us what that we are aliens. This world is not our home, and we are a new creation. We are unlike. Anything that had ever existed before, there is something very special and powerful and unique in each of us, and we are missing out. How do we do this? How do we realize it? How do we learn it all over again? How do we make it real? Let's look. Number one. Okay. If anyone asks you, young people, if your parents ask you, what did that crazy man teach you today? You can say, I learned F words. Okay. I learned (laughs) F words at camp. Number one, the first F word is what? The word forget. Everyone say forget with me. Forget. All right. Forget about it. Forget. Remember what God never forgets. Remember what God never forgets. People spend time thinking about what they care about. Did you know that? If you're a fisherman, you love to fish, all day long you will think about what? Fishing. If you're a tennis nut, what would you think about? Tennis, right? If you love to cook, if you're a foodie, right? Wow, you know, that's you know Cantonese, how many of y'all are Cantonese? Most of us are, are Right, our ancestors are Cantonese. Can't you know? It is said that Cantonese or other people eat to live. Cantonese live to eat. Right? I believe that Cantonese were the first foodies. Now, now, everybody's watching Food Network, and everybody's talking about you know black garlic, and everybody's talking about you know this and that and the other thing. Cantonese, we have been obsessed with food, right? Since the, since the Great Wall, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. At breakfast we talk about lunch. At lunch, we talk about dinner. At dinner, we talk about siu yeah, right? <laughs> At siu yeah, we talk about dim sum the next day. We I mean that's every our life consists of going from meal to snack to meal to snack to meal, right? We think about what we love. What does God think about? Read this. Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has borne, Though she may forget, I will not forget you. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Wow. When Jesus Christ looks at his hands, what does he see? Holes, yes. Holes, yeah. Nails, nail prints. I don't think he actually sees nails. He he maybe sees the holes where the nails with the nails. He sees right. Don't play peekaboo with Jesus, okay? <laughs> oh. Ooh, bad joke. Okay. Too soon. Too soon to... It's been two thousand years, okay? I, I I don't think it's too soon, all right? I, I think Jesus has gotten over it, all right. <laughs> No, you know what, Jesus has not gotten over it because to this day, even his supernatural heavenly body has scars. Wow, that blows my mind. That strikes me to my core, that, that, that just overwhelms me. You think God himself would give himself a new body that's like awesome, but his body is scarred. They will know me. When he comes back, they will know me by my scars. When Jesus Christ looks at his hands, he sees scars. He purposely, he purposely did not want to, to wipe those out, you know what I'm saying? He didn't want to fix them. Because when he sees those scars, who does he think of? Who does he think of? Me. Me. You. And that's love, man. That's love. And for all eternity he will have those scars because they, and they're beautiful because they symbolize love. Unconditional, undeserving life-changing love. Remember it. What God never forgets. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Can you and I count? Can you count the number of times God thinks of you in a day? If you could count, you could count the grains of sand at the seashore. Isn't that crazy? Let's say we, we 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 go and play a stupid game, all right? I say, hey, let's all go play a game. Let's all go down to the beach, right? There's a lot of beaches here. Northern California's got some of the most beautiful beaches. Probably the closest maybe would be Santa Cruz or something right there. Okay, we, we go, to, go to a beach in Santa Cruz. And okay, let's divide up into two teams. And the first team that comes back to me with the correct number of grains of sand on this beach wins the prize. <laughs> you know what you would say? Uh Tim, you uh, you know what you could do with your prize, right? You are you going to want to play with this play this game? Of course not, because it's a ludicrous, ridiculous game. No one is going to be able to come back with any accurate estimation of the numbers of grains of sand on the beach. And yet that's the language that God uses to describe his thoughts for us. How often do I think of you? <laughs> if you could count the grains of sand on the beach, you could count Because I think of you constantly, relentlessly, unrelentingly, all the time. One time I was doing a camp or Youth Rally or something like that. And there was a little smart aleck, little little seventh grade girl sitting in the front row. <laughs> and I said, what do you call it? What do you call it when someone can't stop thinking of you? You know, his thoughts are always of you. His every, you know, imagination is on you. And she looked at me, she's a like, stalker. <laughs> I was looking for obsessed, you know I was looking for in love I was looking for, and this, you know, hard little You know, tough little 7th grade girl Stalker, okay God Is crazy about you Did you ever stop and think about that? Oftentimes, you know, we look at the mirror and we're like, Oh, it's nothing special. We compare ourselves to, to our overachieving cousin that gets straight A's and everything, you know, and, 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 we, we, we listen to, to what our teachers say or our bosses say or our parents say, and we get down on ourselves. But you don't understand, man. You, you, you have no idea how precious you are to God. I, I've never been a girl. Okay. Um. But what I'm told hmm, is when, is when uh, young young ladies, young girls, you know, in school, you know, they, they have crushes. Maybe they have a mad crush on a boy, okay? Well, what they might do is they'll, they'll practice. They'll practice writing their name. They'll write their first name, okay? Let's say her first name is Amber, Amber, okay? And then let's say she has a crush on some guy named uh, Wong, okay? Last name Wong, okay? Amber. Wong, okay? (laughs) And they'll just write it. They'll just write it over and over and over again on, on their notebook. Amber Wong, Amber Wong, Amber Wong. Dot, smiley face, okay? God is like that. God is like that with you. God is like that with me. God cannot stop thinking about me. You thought I was going to say you, right? (laughs) Uh, Admit it. Admit it. You thought I was going to say you. God can't stop thinking about you, right? No, I said God can't stop thinking about me. (laughs) But you know, that's not a bad thing to do. Every commercial you watch on TV, not that we watch commercials anymore, but if you did, will convince you that something is wrong with you. You're too fat. You're yeah. too skinny. You're too rich. You're too poor. You, you are too... Your car sucks, okay? A lot of commercials just say that. Your car sucks, okay? <laughs> your car really sucks. <laughs> we get thousands of messages a day our skin isn't clear enough, you know, we're 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 not healthy and we're not young, all this kind of stuff. You're not enough. You're not good enough. You're not beautiful enough. You're not good looking enough. You're not smart enough. You're not rich enough. But listen, we need to start fighting that. And one of the best things to do is to remember. God loves me. <laughs> it's easy to say God loves you, right? We say it all the time. God loves you, brother. Oh, it's great to have you with you. God loves you, sister. God loves you. God loves you, homeless person, right? We can go to a homeless person, and I don't, don't want to be mean. I just want to be very honest. We can go to a homeless person that smells like piss, and we can say God loves you. And we can mean it. But can we look in the mirror? Can you and I look in the mirror and honestly say God loves me? It's a good thing to practice. It's a good thing to practice. Number two. Remembering what God never forgets. Okay. Number one, we need to remember what God never forgets. Number two, we need to accept God's forgiveness. Okay. Accept God's forgiveness. Let's read this together. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. Again, for I will forgive their wickedness and remember their sins no more. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. You want to circle that? Nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. And the next line will be a little sensitive for some of us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. He knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. Now, why do I say this line may be a little sensitive? I share your culture, and I know there are a lot of things about being Chinese that we can be very proud about, but we are not good at forgiving, are we? We're great at holding grudges. It's all about saving face. You know, I save my face. I save your face. You save my face. I, we, everybody saves each other's face, okay? Until someone doesn't save someone's face, and then it's all out war, and you never forgive. As a kid, I loved to watch two things on TV on Saturdays. If I couldn't go out, it was raining or too hot or something. I would. Lo- I loved to watch. Fishing shows, and I love to watch Kung Fu cinema, (laughs) which were both on, you know, one after another on Saturdays. I loved Kung Fu movies. But the plot of almost every Kung Fu movie is about the same, right? Yeah? Revenge. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, Kung Fu movies later. But it's always about revenge. You killed my father and my mother in the Shalman Temple and blah, 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 blah. blah, And now I must regain honor. And I will beat the snot out of you. (laughs) And then I will be happy. We're not good at forgiving. We're good at holding grudges. We're good at remembering faults. And it's hard. Because sometimes we have parents or authority figures that love us, they really love us, but maybe they express their love in a little weird way. You know, part of the Chinese mentality is that if I love you, I will be hard on you. Because if I'm hard on you, then you will be better. I will make you earn my approval by beating you down so that you will be so tough And you will be so angry and that you will prove me wrong. And by then you will be somebody. It was so tragic. One time, one time I I was at a graduation celebration and my friend, he had his mom come. And watch this graduation celebration, he said, oh, I've accomplished a lot, but, you know, my little sister, she's even smarter than I am. She accomplished even far more. And so I talked to um, his mom in typical, right, typical Chinese fashion, right? I just... You compliment her, right? I just, what we call, we, we, you know, we, we, we shine, shine their shoes, right? So I, I'm, I'm like flattering her, shining her shoes. Oh, what's your secret? You know, I'm, I'm kind of BS and I, I, I admit, all right, I'm, I'm I'm just, I just try to be nice and I'm saying, Oh, Mrs. You know, so-and-so, you know, what is your secret for raising such brilliant children? You know, what she said, she didn't say, oh, no, 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 they're not brilliant. You know what she said? She smiled. She nodded. And she said, you know what my secret was? I, I didn't think she was going to take me seriously, right? I, 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 I didn't think that she was actually going to answer me. She said, you know what my secret was? And she was so proud of herself. I never complimented my daughter until she finished graduate school. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so nice to talk with you. I'm gonna sit way over here. That's scary. Oh my gosh, that lady's so scary. But that's the background where we come from, right? And not even, I'm I'm not just getting off on your parents, right? That's a thing, right? Don't blame everything on your parents. This is not hate your parents day, okay? But, but this is the culture. Even if it's not our parents, this is, this is, this is our culture. This is where we come from. And it's hard for us to look upon God as someone who is actually going to forgive me when I screw up. Because when I look at God, I see a Chinese God. Yeah? I see a demanding, harsh taskmaster. I see a God that says, I saved you. But now you have to be humble and hardworking and you have to prove your worth. God says, I just want to love you. I just want to forgive you. I want to heal your brokenness. Look at this description. He is compassionate, gracious, slow to anger. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. Wow. That is so un-Chinese, isn't it? I remember one time I, I was I was uh, back from school and uh, visiting my parents. I was about 27, 28 at the time. Oh, my gosh. I'd been on my own for years. My mom and I got into this big argument. And she said, you know, Timmy. I hate it when she calls me Timmy. You know, Timmy, you're just like that. And you've been that way ever since you were seven. I was like, Whoa, woman, you need some counseling, all right? I didn't say that. No. No, I didn't say that. I thought that. I didn't say that. If I said it, I wouldn't be here, all right? I'd be dead. But somehow, I don't even know what it was. I asked her, what did I do? I was like almost incredulous. I almost laughed at her, which kind of made her even more mad you know mom what what did I do when I was seven she couldn't answer me because that brought her so much pain she had carried it all those years and she remembered God's not that way My brother, my sister, God's not like that. When he says he wants to forgive, he really, really, really wants to forgive. I adore my children. I think that they are the most adorable, beautiful things ever created. And it breaks my heart when I have to spank my son. And as soon as we can... We get to the point where I ask him, Daddy, can you give Daddy a kiss? Can Daddy kiss you? Because we love being together. And sure, there are times when he gets out of line, and he's rebellious, and he's difficult, and I need to discipline. But as fast as we can, as desperately as I can, I want to get back to the point where I can love him and kiss him and tell him how proud I am of him. And God is like that but a million. Do you understand? He's not picking fault with you. He doesn't have a whole book of all your wrongs. He just wants you to come back and to love on you.